So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, and welcome to 90 Day Fiance MK. I'm Mr. O, and today, Miss H and I will be discussing season three, episode three of The Other Way. In this episode, Evelyn turns down a used wedding dress before dropping a bombshell. Kenny gets a much needed visit from his family. Ellie tries to get in touch with Victor following the hurricane. Alina sets up a thirst trap for Steven. Benny tries to out X Ari. And Jenny does a chant 108 times. As always, we'll end with our students of the week, class dunces, and life lessons. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star rating and subscribe. And if you also watch Love After Lockup, you should listen to our other podcast, Love After Lockup MK. All right, thanks for listening. Stay safe and enjoy. Hello, Mr. O. Hello, Miss H. How are you today? Uh, tired because it's super late right now because of a miscommunication, among other things. There was. We both thought the other one had plans, but apparently neither of us had plans. (laughs) We were just sitting at home twiddling our thumbs, waiting for the other person to text. Basically, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's get the show on the road then. Um, I'll go ahead and start with Ellie and Victor. So we find out that once the hurricane hit, that all communications were lost. So last Ellie heard was that Victor and his sister were heading to shelter. Ellie is struggling because she can't handle another loss, given everyone close to her is gone. Ellie gets a message from Victor's sister, Astrid, saying that they're all okay, but Providencia is inhabitable uninhabitable. So Ellie is next seen traveling to Providencia. She's worried about the conditions that Victor is living in and how he is. Ellie is flying to San Andrea because if Victor was evacuated, that's where he would be. She tells us that 98% of the island was destroyed by the hurricane. As soon as she lands, she sends him a text message that is not delivered. So she assumes he's still in Providencia. Ellie is worried that there is no plan and she may not be able to find him. Okay, so if she can't get a hold of him, what do you think her course of action is? I mean, I get that it's not like a big city, but you also still can't just go roaming around hoping to find a single person. Right. You would think that there would be some kind of protocol for when they Mm -hmm. brought the people over from Providencia as like, hey, here's where we are putting all the people like and you could go to there and make probably have them register or some something like as i yeah. imagine she he's not the only one that people are looking for right sure. it's not that big of a place and the people come on and off the island a lot and so it's definitely sounds like there would be some kind of identification thing going on and where they're putting them cuz i don't know i don't know where they're going to stick all these people either but it's a matter of figuring out where is that going to be? Like, where are the people from Providencia going? Yeah. Right? It's just – but I mean – and I kind of get her frustration because it's like she went all that way and it was mm-hmm. a very, very long way. And she ends up getting there and is like, well, now I'm just doing the same thing I was doing in Seattle. Like, yeah. I'm not – I can't really find him. Like, you're right because I'm just going to go roaming around this San Andreas just like – I don't know. Have you seen this man? Like, sort of flashing my phone at people. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of find their storyline to be very unusual. And in a way, it is nice to get a little bit of a change. But yeah. I don't know. It just seems so heavy for the show. You know, the yeah. show is supposed to be about 
people making dumb life relationship choices, not about like whether or not you're going to live or die because of a natural disaster. Like, I feel like this is the wrong show. Yeah, but I mean, they can't. I mean, they clearly had that, right? They had woman all going the to of. Sure. all the makings of. It, I mean, it's not, but but they this just kind of got put onto their plate, and they couldn't like avoid it, right? Yeah, all the makings of poor life decisions. Man sure. cheats on woman and is very like sketchy about like who he cheated with, and you know was very like vague and tried to make it sound like she was crazy. And she's going to move to the smallest place we've seen anybody move to yeah. on the other way. Usually the other way is pretty big places, right? Mm-hmm. It was like we've seen like Melbourne and, and Delhi and, and you know, and um, other places in Columbia, bigger places. Now, granted, Evelyn and Corey are also in this season too and that place mm-hmm. is pretty small. But not as, not as small and as literally isolated as this Providencia. Yeah. And who could have possibly – Guest, it's going to get hit by a Category 5 hurricane right I at the know. beginning of our filming time. So, I mean, you do what you can. And it, 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 thankfully, it does seem like he is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, hopefully, then we can just get back into dumb, cheating, charming <laughs> guy, which is what we're looking for. I feel like I watched uh, – what is it? The – Love in Paradise or whatever, the Caribbean Paradise. Oh, my God. That's the one they changed. It was supposed to be Caribbean love. And now it's like not something, something, a 90-day fiancé story. Right. Like the Paradise the or something. Yeah. yeah. So, I can't remember if this is the guy that works for the – if he's a DJ working for the Orgy Hotel. I mean, Does it that sound familiar to too you? small of a place to have an Orgy Hotel. I mean, unless, the, unless it's the Orgy Island that – Unless it's the orgy island that people only go to for orgies, in which case, okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, I'm thinking of the other show. So, my worlds are colliding right now. So, okay. it's not him, but for some reason I was thinking. Victor's a DJ, though, isn't he? I think he's one of those everything people. Like, he might say he's a DJ, but he also does this and he also does that. And he's also building the house. And, like, is he really a DJ or – like I said, does he just have the nicest stereo system in town? And so <laughs> that know. makes you a DJ. Yeah, he's got a speaker and a, a, a iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is one of those ones they took out of context when I was thinking about it. Because I feel like early in the season, they were like, there's no way anybody could survive that. And she was more like, if his house got born blown apart by a hurricane completely, there's no way anyone could survive that. There was a big if in front of that. Yeah. Like, before there and then they also kind of went like man the sister and i feel you know for them i give them the benefit of the doubt and some breaks for being just surviving this hurricane but she was like there is no way to survive here which sounds like way darker than we're being moved to a different island yeah i want to reserve judgment until i actually see the conditions (laughs) oh uh, no no i'm sure there is no way to survive actually there but when yeah. you put in a text, there's no way to survive, it makes it sound like we'll be dying soon. Like, wish <laughs> us luck. <laughs> oh, goodness. Which is not what she was saying at all. Right. All right. So somebody else who was not in it very much at all was Kenny and Armando was in it even less. So Kenny is saying goodbye to Armando and Hannah because he's on his way to the airport to pick up his daughter Cassidy. He's pretty bummed that he hasn't been able to see his family for like a whole year and he's never been away from his children for longer than like a week. He says it's been hell for them, for him, even though it's been a blessing to be with Armando. After they, uh, he picks her up at the airport, Cassidy asks how much he likes it there. 
And he said he loves living with Armando, but being so far away from his family is extremely hard. And it's the it's one thing he actually keeps from Armando. He says he's completely honest about everything except how homesick he is. This isn't really helped by Cassidy's reaction, who says that now that Kenny is gone, she feels like most of the pressure of the family is on her and she has to be the linchpin that keeps the family together the way Kenny used to be. So, does anybody in your family cry as much as either of these two people? Oh my goodness, no. (laughs) Definitely. Especially not in front of each other. I can't recall the last time anyone in my family has really cried in front of each other. And that's not to say that we don't cry. No, my sister also is very, like, easy to cry. I am. I'll cry at, like, commercials. They're a little too sentimental. I'm just, like, you know, tearing <laughs> yeah. up. So it's not that I don't cry, but I just don't cry in front of my family. I don't know. I don't – yeah, I, I don't – I barely cry at all, and neither does anybody in my family. Uh, it's So it's, like, very taken aback to have them having these conversations where they're, like, crying in the middle of a conflict, like, talk crying – like, mm-hmm. I don't uh, I don't know anybody who talk cries. And like and the other thing, too, is I tend to have I know a bunch of people who just this is tends to be a women thing who get who cry when they're mad, not necessarily uh, when they're sad. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they feel bad. And then there's a whole a whole complicated factor because then you feel bad when you're that you're crying and then it's a whole thing. But yeah. Yeah. These people just man, they talk to each other for two seconds and they're just both bawling. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was kind of annoyed with Cassidy a little bit. It's like, way to guilt trip your dad. Like, it's not like he's abandoning children here. You all are grown-ass adults in your 20s. Like, he has every right to, you know, he's finished raising you. And he's not even like, oh, I'm abandoning you. Like, I'm never going to be around. Like, he wants to be around. He loves and cares for you. There's no need to make him feel guilty, especially because, you know, as much as he's raised his kids, he's also helping raise another child now. Yes. You know, there's Hannah. Yeah, we have Hannah here. It's Hannah around. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. I don't know. The one thing, because it wasn't that long. The one thing no. I was obsessing over was, did he pick her up in the U.S.? Like, I'm pretty sure he drove to, like, San Diego. And she probably flew into San Diego. Yeah, that's possible. I've also heard, um, and I haven't done it yet, but I've heard that the Tijuana airport is actually really easy. And so, you know, my friend always suggested like, oh, yeah, you should like check out the Tijuana airport because you can just like walk across the border to like the airport or something. So. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Because I looked up it up. It's funny because like they're very, very close to like you. Like they're in Mm -hmm. Mexico, but they are barely in Mexico. Yeah. It's (laughs) like uh, I, I know where they're at. Because, you know, we used to spring break down in that area. Yeah, it's like it's 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 it's, it's like probably a three hour drive from where I'm at. And I'm not even the south. I'm not even in San Diego. Like I'm right. north of that. So. Exactly. Exactly. Like I can't. You're way closer to them than I am like to. I can't even. I looked it up because I can get to Ocean City. I was like, you could get there and I could get to Ocean City. Which <laughs> if you've been these Ocean City is not a prize beach to go to. Trust me. I've been to Ocean City before. Yeah, it's not the best beach. <laughs> I don't remember. I was. I was in high school. I don't. I remember <laughs> thinking it was cool, but I don't know. It's a, it's, Maybe it's I just a didn't definitely know any it's definitely an East Coast beach. One of those. Here's just a lot of shops on a boardwalk and just wall to wall people. The whole sand, the whole way for the sand, and then like this big bar that's back behind on the next street over. It's like it's one of those kind of be- the kind of beach okay, where you go. Okay, sounds and- boring. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of beaches, let's talk about Corey and Evelyn. So uh, Evelyn is starting to get into this wedding planning and her sisters, Lipsy and Leslie, are helping out with wedding dress browsing online. 
Corey walks in and he's super excited at the opportunity to show Evelyn a surprise. He has brought her a wedding dress uh, from Seattle that she immediately mocks and says it looks like an old dirty prom dress. <sighs> Corey just begs her to try it on and she says it's bad luck for the groom to see a bride's dress. So then, after some more mocking, Cornery finally admits that, yeah, it is used. It's his sister's prom dress. Corey had gone wedding dress shopping with his mom in the States and was disturbed by how expensive even used wedding dresses were. Evelyn doesn't even appreciate the thought, and she's embarrassed at how cheap Corey is being in front of her sisters. And the sisters think that the dress is dirty and disgusting, and they see it as an insult. Later, Evelyn and her sisters go for real dress shopping at a dressmaker's house. Evelyn feels weird trying on dresses because she's never wanted to get married and she's actually getting anxious and uncomfortable seeing herself in the mirror. Evelyn thinks she would feel differently if she was confident Corey was going to be her partner for life. She's been having doubts since she saw a different side of Corey after the girl in Peru incident. Evelyn tells her sisters more about Jenny who is the Peruvian girlfriend, her mm -hmm. claims that she was Corey's girlfriend, and Corey's lies that there is uh, an issue with translation, which is why Jenny thought that she was his girlfriend. Her sisters see it as cheating, and they're confused why Evelyn still wants to go through this wedding. Both sisters are very opposed to it, and Evelyn then drops a secret that she's actually already married to Cor Corey. They had gone to Guayaquil a year ago and gotten married. All right, so I know you said, Mr. O, you're like, oh, I thought we already knew that they were married, whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I thought they were just rumors, so I think I didn't pay too much of attention to it. Oh. But mm -hmm. why on earth is Evelyn, she keeps on saying, I never wanted to be married. I never wanted a wedding. And then she's been married for an entire year yes. already. She's like, I'm really having cold feet about this marriage. Also, I've already been married for a year. It's like, what? Yeah. that doesn't add up at all. Nothing, none of her behavior adds up this entire season so far. No. Adds up in knowing light of this. Yes. knowing that she's been married to him for a year. Yeah. Okay. So that's part of it. And then that brings into question the whole Peruvian Jenny timeline. So yes. were they married when he decided to go to Peru and, you know, get a Peruvian girlfriend? And even if they didn't have sex, like clearly stuff was happening and they're married. So I don't know if it's as clear as, you know, we're we're broken up. We're on a break. Yeah, well, I think the married thing is definitely like if there's not divorce proceedings like going on, then you're it's harder to be like, I thought we were broken up. Right. It, right. Right. Because you're still you're still legally like literally married. And yeah, it's just it's, I'm so confused about so much of it. I'm so confused about why it it. it in terms of him, well, we didn't have – should we have sex? And it was like, yeah, but you admitted to me that you tried to and just physically couldn't. That right. isn't – that doesn't get you any points in terms of like the thing that you might as well have had sex at that point. The right? other problem I think with this timeline is it sounds like now in light of this that the only reason why he left Peru is because there was no way of him staying there. And he could go back to Ecuador because since he's married to Evelyn, easy for him to get into and easy for him to stay there. Sure. So it's just kind of like, okay, so it seemed 
that logistics wise, that's the reason why you're still with Evelyn. And yeah. I don't know. So why are you doing the sham of a wedding? You know, it's like, it doesn't seem like she wants it at all. And if you're already married, didn't you get what you wanted? Because he clearly, he doesn't seem like he wants the wedding at oh, all. Oh, yeah, that's true. He wants to save the money. It's yeah. Evelyn who wants to have this big fancy wedding to somehow punish Corey. But then at the same time, it doesn't even actually seem like she wants to have the wedding. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she both wants and doesn't want the wedding. Like she wants, and because what, what we, what kind of we went to last time she wants to antagonize him right she wants to make him spend money right um and she has a reason for him to spend money piss him off get his money but she actually doesn't want to go through with with the it's just it's like a revenge wedding you know she only wants to do it to punish him for the jenny thing right which i mean okay the one plausible part of her story is the part where Corey's spanish is so bad that he accidentally was calling her girlfriend (laughs) I, okay, but that I actually believe. <laughs> I don't think that's is his bad because it's not like in English where it's a sh- small difference between friend and girlfriend, right? In Spanish, it's like amiga, novia, two completely different words. Like, there's no way you can mix those up. Yeah, but I also no, no, no. I'm saying he, if he said it was like, what's the way of saying? You know, not a girlfriend, but, you know, the girl that I'm dating. And somebody told him, oh, it's Novia. Like, go around saying that. And he's like, that's more serious than he was trying to get on to. He's like, it's not my friend, but it's somebody that I'm seeing. You yeah, know? but okay, but it doesn't even matter. Even if she's not his girlfriend and some girl that he's seeing, it's the same thing. In this context, it's the same thing. Yeah, for sure. Because he's married to someone else. He shouldn't be seeing anyone right now. No, but I think that was what it was. I think that was she was specifically up more upset that he was going around saying this is my girlfriend and not just like, oh, this is just the girl I'm with. You know, kind of making like it official, like we're in a relationship. Whatever. She just wanted him to be. She would have been fine if he was just hoeing around and being like, this is the girl that I'm currently banging or not banging or whatever. All the same amount of terrible, so I don't whatever. Know. I mean, well, is it as terrible as giving her a used prom dress and oh, being God. like, why don't you wear this to the wedding? He is an idiot. And she was just like, is this? Is there a hole in this? It's like, it wasn't even in good condition. It was, it was, he was like, I was going to have it cleaned up later. It's like, why would you not have it cleaned up before you surprised her with it in front yeah. of her sisters? He makes no sense at all. It's like. What part of his brain thought any of this would be well-received? Okay, what part of his brain decided, oh, the, it's up to the groom and the groom's mother to go wedding dress shopping? It's like, in what world do you think this is happening? It was very clearly that he didn't want her to shop for it, knowing that she would pick out a really expensive dress. Yes. So he's just like, well, I'm going to go out and get her a cheap dress. He's going to cut her off at the pass, find her find her a cheap dress that he wants to get, and be and. And then act like he's doing her a favor. It doesn't like, even oh, seem her style to me. I know no. he was like, oh, it's perfect for you. It has all the things you like. Well, it's all like- the things it liked was backless. Like backless and I guess form fitting were what he came up with yeah. of all the things you like. But I just – I thought it was hilarious how all three of them immediately when he brought it out were like, is that a prom dress? Right, he right. He was like, No. Okay, yeah, actually, it's a prom dress. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Idiot Corey. My goodness. Yeah, not so great. Um, let's go to other idiots with other 
terrible plans. And that's <laughs> Stephen and Alina. Oh, yeah. So Alina is on her last day in Russia before moving to Turkey, even though they're not moving to Turkey. They're just staying there for 90 days. It's ugh. Which is yeah. – she wants to ask her friend Masha for a favor before she goes. She's still very upset about this separate apartment situation and she kind of thinks that he's trying to be in the hostel so that she'll be somewhere else and he can, you know, date other girls like she said he asked for before. Mm. So she's going to go through with this bad movie plan of having someone try to hook up with him to test his loyalty. So here's the favor that she has for Masha. She wants her to flirt with Steven online and see if he either says he has a girlfriend or if he – I don't know, sends her a dick pic or something. I don't know what the alternative is. But anyway, Alina says that it's a uh, it's a big deal um, if she do- if he doesn't say that she has a girlfriend and she'll break up with him if he do- if things don't go her way. So anyway, they hop onto Facebook, which is not where I was expecting them to go. No. And uh, Masha deletes Alina as a friend because they're thinking strategically, at least somewhat, and they start stalking his profile where. And then she just – Masha just messages him out of the blue in Russian that somehow included a winking emoji. It seemed like a pretty half-baked idea to be honest. But uh, I, there were a lot of missteps and we'll come back to that because <laughs> other, other than that, we go back over to Steven who says he's ready to go as everybody's kind of waiting for him. He's like, I'm all packed. I'm ready to go. I just need to get some snacks, use the bathroom, brush my teeth, blah, 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 blah. So his stepfather Bob is concerned that Steven will make dumb choices. And won't follow the rules because he's not much of a rule follower as they pull off to the airport with his mom and his brother. They say goodbye and then they start that whole, you know, getting on the plane selfie montage that they usually show. Of course, <laughs> Stevens is a little more goofy because he's a little bit more of a goofy guy. All right. So what are the flaws in Alina's plan here? <laughs> so many flaws. Oh, goodness. Is she really prepared to i mean what is she gonna do so say he falls for the thirst trap like is she just gonna bail out of turkey in the middle of this like i feel like she's in too deep right to be yes now she's leaving tomorrow how is this whole thirst trap thing gonna happen by tomorrow no it's not um also i just uh it's yes you're right it is a half-baked plan because it's like does she even know what she's going to do if he reacts and maybe he doesn't react exactly so terribly what about that gray area right yes where yes. he's just huge amounts of gray area right. in this plan so what if he responds to her and you know and then steven you know when confronted by alina is just like oh i was just being friendly because i want to practice my russian right you know and he wasn't being flirty with her well overtly flirty with her and just you know being like just regular friendly you know, and he just because he doesn't mention like up front that he has a girlfriend, he's like, well, I just thought she wanted friendship. I mean, there's so much me- so much of a gray area that could be explained away, especially because this isn't some kind of dating app. It's not like your intentions are incredibly clear up front. Um, Steven can play it off like he's just being nice. And so now what do you do? Now you've exposed yourself to having this weird plan and now you look like the crazy one. Yeah. So, okay. Here's the thing about the other flaws in the plan. I was thinking that's totally a flaw in the 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 way the plan's going to happen, the way implementation. Mm. I was thinking of the technical flaws <laughs> in that he might not even see that message. Like, right. Oh, Yeah. 
I have Facebook Messenger, and I, I actually did this when oh this part gosh, came up. I know. As I opened it up, it's like, well, nobody messaged me who not who's not my friend already. I don't have yeah, any messages. Yeah, it goes into me. a filtered thing, and sometimes yes, I don't. Yes, and you have to like years. really search for it. Yeah, that's and true. So, so what happens if he just doesn't respond to her at all? Like yeah. she needs her to say, "I have a girlfriend." I mean, there's a good thing it goes into this filtered thing, and if it did go into this filtered thing, and it was some random Russian woman just saying like. Oh, hi, Steven, you look so sexy. I think we should sex time. Like, I'd be like, that's a bot. Like, I'm not going to respond to that. Well, it right? didn't even start off that way. It started off pretty, like, you know, platonically Oh, I'm innocuous. sure. But she wants it to get – she wants it to – in order for this to work, Masha has to get very, like, overtly flirty very quickly. Yeah. Okay, so my question for you is when you checked your filtered messages, did you actually find anything in there? Uh, who did I find? I found somebody who liked one of my um, – some rando who liked a, a playlist I made on Spotify and said I should add some of his music to Spotify because it was inspired by some of the same people. Like it was weird. Oh. It's just some dude who was like trying to get his band like out there more I think and just was like mass like – messaging everybody but that's like literally all i had I, and then the last i had like one of those and then something from like 2009 yes <laughs> i had one from like i had gone out with this guy a few times and i had broke things off because i just wasn't feeling it and then i guess like months later we weren't even facebook friends which is why it came up in my very filtered messages like him saying i miss you i really want this to work and i like saw it years later i'm just like oh god oh geez <laughs> i vaguely remember this guy <laughs> oh because the, the other thing that's gonna mess him up is if he i don't think he's i mean he's pretty dumb but i don't think he's so dumb as to he wouldn't at least like click on our profile and like click around on it right yeah it's gonna have maybe not a bunch of mutual friends maybe other mutual friends besides alina Right. right. If he's friends with Alina's friends. But also it's going to have like all these suggestions. You're going to be like, this is like Alina's network of people. I know exactly who this, where this girl came from, which is I something else know. I did based on my – I was like playing with my own Facebook because I don't use Facebook that much either. Right? Yeah. I, I'm more of a lurker on Facebook. I don't really post as much as I used to. But I just – I log in every day, scroll through. See if yeah, anyone's yeah, sure, 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 sure. Pregnant, but I'm saying I don't go. Married, I don't like. I don't whatever. look at. I don't click on things and go through. I'm just like, yeah, who, who's married, who is divorced, who's fat, who's bald. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So moving on to uh, I don't know exes and traps. Uh, let's talk <laughs> Ari and Binyam. Oh, so Ari is feeling bad about how things an ended with Leander. Leander tells us that they had broken up many times, so he wasn't actually really sure what the status of their relationship was when she left. So he was surprised to hear she was dating someone else and that Ari was pregnant. Binyam takes Leander to uh, the gym to do some boxing and they get to the bottom of what Leander's feelings are. Uh, Binyam gets a few jabs in physically before Leander drops the gloves and they start like actually really sparring and it's really uncomfortable with uh, Leander uh, trying to tap out, but Binyam's just ignoring him. And then finally he, you know, let's go. Leander, uh, is it Leander or Leandro? It's Leandro. 
Okay, that's what I thought. And then I changed it all to Leandro. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, sometimes closed captions flips it. Okay, so Leandro senses the intensity and Binyam starts asking him questions. We find out that Leandro was begged to visit because Ari was homesick. Leandro says that you just can't stop loving someone and he cares about her and wants to make sure she's okay. Binyan asks if he slept with Ari, especially the time where he stayed with her in New Jersey when she was pregnant, and Leandros doesn't really give him a straight answer, other than he has nothing to worry about, which doesn't really instill trust in Binyan because he kind of stuttered it. Later, the three of them are all heading to dinner when Binyam decides that he wants to invite his ex-girlfriend, who's also his dance partner, to join them because he doesn't feel comfortable around Leandro. Ari thinks he just did it to get back at her. So the ex name is Sion. Sion, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, she joins them for dinner and she's surprised that Leandro is the cute ex-husband. Leandro thinks that she's gorgeous and he can't fathom how anyone would break up with her. Ari then asks why they broke up and it ends up that Binyam was lying to uh, Sion about uh, another woman he met when they were on what Binyam thought was a break, and this woman ended up being his future ex-wife. Sion says that Ari shouldn't worry about Binyam if she's confident in their love. Ari thinks it's unfair that Binyam is suspicious of her cheating when he's the one with the history of it. All right, so what do you think? Do you think that Binyam actually is legitimate in fearing uh, you know, that Ari is, you know, maybe going to cheat or is he just projecting, you know, his own situation onto Ari? I actually don't think Ari would cheat. Mm -hmm. I think she might break up with him and decide I'm getting back with this guy, but I don't yeah. think she'd cheat. Right. Mm -hmm. I think I, I don't know that her mind is uh, totally made up that she would re she would prefer Binium to Leandro. But I don't think so either. I don't – I think she'd be above board about it. I think she'd let him know exactly what was going on and yeah. might leave him but wouldn't wouldn't just sneak around and cheat on her or, you know, like do the sex <laughs> like he asked. <laughs> so I actually – this is one of the only few – one of the few things that made me laugh was the part where they, he was talking to – Ari about it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I asked him if you had sex and she was like, why would you ask him that, right? Yeah. And then she was like, well, he was like, uh, uh, uh. And she was like, he's like, uh, uh, on everything you ask him. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. But I, I thought it was weird. Maybe it was just the way that it was edited. But the what they showed, it was like, nowhere in there does he ever just straight say no. Yeah, there was – I was actually noticing some bad cuts in this mm. one. Like yeah. um, there was at one point where Ari was talking to Leandro and like you, they had her say and they cut it so she said, I always knew we would end up together. Yeah. And I was like, that was a weird cut. Yeah. Like I could tell like the, the before after at the very end, it was like they clearly cut context out of that quote, mm -hmm. um, which we know happens from time to time here. Right, so. right. We're not, we're not, um, you know, lying to anybody, but it's like, yeah. So I, I definitely feel like she's one of the people that maybe makes some mistakes on the way she talks in front of camera mm -hmm. where she's like, I'm not saying we shouldn't be together, but blah, 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 blah. Not realizing that they're going to cut that to say we <laughs> shouldn't be together. <laughs> right. Yeah. Their whole, what did you think of Binyam, uh, inviting the ex-girlfriend? 
I mean, I definitely think I was more on Ari's like idea of why he did that than his explanation of why he did that. He's like, oh, your ex is going to be around? Yeah. I'm going to bring my ex around. Let's see how you like that. Right. If he was a bigger person, I feel like he wouldn't have thought to do that. But at the same time, I don't think it's the most terrible thing he's done, you know, because it's kind of like, well, the whole Leandro visit is kind of a terrible thing. So It is. It is. But that's one of the ones where he 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 messed with the bull and got the horns. Like he yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to bring my ex around. And she was like, well, then I'll ask why you broke up. <laughs> right. I actually think it would be really did. cute if the exes got together. They seem to like really be attracted to one another. Oh, yeah. He was very much like, she's a beautiful yeah. woman. My Who goodness. Who would ever <laughs> leave this person? It must have been some sinister reason that they broke up because who would break up with her? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leandro was very into it. That would be... I might be into watching them more than I'd be into watching yeah, uh, these Yeah, I was going to say, and she was like, ooh, he's so cute. This is the ex-husband? And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Love connection. But how awkward would that be if, you know, your new partner, your ex, and your partner's ex got together? I'm sure it happens, but isn't that weird? It is weird. And especially, it's, it's especially would be extra weird when you're still, like, in each other's lives. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah. Because at that point, it's almost it's like a partner swap situation. And it's mm-hmm. like you didn't do oh, it on yeah, purpose, true. but it that's what it is. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, so I mean, it's just I don't know. I mean, he, he he's just a guy, but he's just a dude, and he does like stupid dude things, like the ex thing and the macho fight thing that he was doing. <sighs> that like was so uncomfortable. I must assert I'm gonna pretend like I'm not doing that, but I am one hundred percent asserting physical dominance over this other person to oh, let yeah. him know who's boss. Mm. Right? That was a hundred percent what he was doing, but then tried to play it off like, oh man, I just get into it, you know? Especially because it does not look like Leandro works out like that. No. No. But even if you work out, it doesn't mean you're a skilled boxer. Also true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. a specifically specific MMA training that he's doing. <laughs> All right. Well, you know who's not doing the opposite of MMA, who is doing the opposite of MMA is Jenny. Oh, gosh. This was so hilarious. I loved this segment. <laughs> I mean, this is what you want from the other way. Yes, I mean, exactly was, what you want. It, it, it's definitely obviously a a plant, right? It's obviously yes. like a setup, but it was still – Well, I don't still, care. <laughs> I love so it. was funny. Yeah. So anyway – Jenny is trying to practice the chants with Samit she'll have to recite for her Hare Krishna conversion that they talked about last time. They're going to visit the temple to figure out exactly what it is she'll have to do to get what she needs for the visa. But Samit doesn't – on the ride says he doesn't want to go in and influence her, so he'll be waiting outside for her. Jenny says that she's not a religious person, so this is probably going to be a big change. She meets the priest at the temple and he leads him to two um, female devotees who are practicing – what they kept calling Krishna consciousness. They want to show her how it's done. So they give her a set of like a string of 108 beads, which she has to recite the entire mantra on each bead. It seems actually I'm Catholic. So it was like, oh, it's like a rosary. Like, <laughs> yeah. But after she finishes the whole thing, she says she has a vibration, which the women say is the presence of our Lord or I don't know, something like that. I don't know. She ends up telling the women about her dilemma with her and submit. And they suggest that, Maybe they she, she should, instead of attacking this problem through legal means or through family, you know, fights, she should go 
for the spiritual aspect of it. She says she wants to talk to the priest. Then she decides she wants to talk to the priest about the missionary visa after all. So she sits with AJ, the priest, and they talk things over. She's happy she found, he is happy that she found peace with the chanting, but wants to get to the bottom of what her stress is all about. So he gives him, she gets, she again, she gives him the basics about her and Smith. Of course, his suggestion is that she should just take up the, the chanting and take up being a devotee and eventually they'll get married, maybe even in this temple. Jenny is actually really okay with that because it's, she feels like it's the first person in India who is like, you guys should get married. You can do it here. Um, so she asks what she'll do to have to get in to get in, and the priest says, Well, all you really have to do, in the beginning at least, is to have Krishna in your life and do the chanting. Jenny thinks that's all good, so the next question is, give me my visa. <laughs> AJ isn't kind of or not giving my visa. She was like, Well, you know, I need a visa, and AJ isn't getting where she's going. So his suggestion is just like, isn't your visa's problem gonna be solved when you marry this guy? But then she brings up the missionary visa directly. And he's like, uh, that's going to take like a few years and you'd need to be like a full-time devotee who works at the temple and everything. So yeah. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, so now she's left with two options. She has her six-month visa runs or they ha- finds a way to convince Summit to marry her. All right. So you loved it so much. What was what was your favorite part then? What, what really was, got you about it? Okay. This is going to sound so terrible, but uh, it was actually kind of satisfying to hear that she can't just decide to be like, uh, <laughs> you know, devotee and just stay. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, finally, like a voice of reason. Like, it makes sense that you're here on a visa to be a missionary, that you're actually doing missionary work all day. Right. And she yes. was just like, oh, so it's just like that. I was just like, yes, finally. Like, I don't know what this immigration lawyer was. Yeah, sure. She could do that. But like. She's just she can't do anything else, including probably be hanging out with some it. So it's just like, I don't understand, like, why your immigration lawyer even brought this up as an option. It's like pure idiocy. Yeah, it is. It it, it didn't make any sense when we said it. And it's like glad that it makes no sense Mm -hmm. now because it's like I feel like we had something else. Didn't we have a different religion last year where they were just like, oh. You just got to say you're this religion and then X, Y, Z will happen. Yeah. Like you can get the divorce. It was like with the divorce and stuff, right? Right, right. It just seems like all the Indian lawyers think there's like these these loopholes for religions. And they're like, all you got to do is say you're that religion. Yeah. And then you go to talk to them and they're like, no, you have to actually be devoted to the religion and involved right, in it. Right, right. I thought it was really cute that Jenny was like um, being really open you know, and mm-hmm. she's just like, oh, and she seemed really excited about it. And it was just like, oh, it was kind of cute. Just her like, you know, being enthusiastic, like seeming genuinely interested. We right. all know that she didn't give a crap. Like she says multiple times, like, I'm not a religious person. I'm not going to be a religious person, even though it kind of spoke to her a little bit. But it was only because that's the stuff that she wanted to hear. Yes. I mean, they were all like, you can totally marry this man. You just have to. Not do much. Here you go. I mean, it was I, – I, again, the the rosary thing I thought was funny. She was like, I've never imagined that you would like use these beads and like keep track of how many times you – I'm like, have you – where have you been? I don't understand. I would say that the chant seems a bit redundant. You know? Sure. It's like, okay. There's like four words in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just – I don't know. Like I mean in other religions, I don't – 
know, like, Catholic or Christian, like, God-based religions. Well, you mean Abraham, Abrahamic religions. Like, yeah. I have my prayers. You know, I, I, I'm Catholic, so I know my prayers, right? But, like, but the Hail Mary has... Jesus Christ, like, Yes, the Hail Mary has actual times. words in it. The Our Father has actual, like, uh, sentences and things instead of just, yeah... It was, yeah, it was very much the equivalent of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ, 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 Jesus, yes. Jesus, Jesus. Like, yes. <laughs> it's like, all right. Oh, goodness. All right. So that pretty much wraps up our couples for this weekend. We saw all of them. Uh, so, we did see all of them. Yeah. It was it was a bit hard for me to dig up for student of the week. But who was your student of the week? Yeah, because uh, I, I guess I went with Ellie mm-hmm. because I felt bad for her. Yeah. And at least her behavior in this particular episode was rational. Mm-hmm. Like she was right to be upset and she was the right amount level of upset. <laughs> she wasn't too upset. She wasn't not upset enough. And she, you know, did what she could to help, did what she could to be close by. So, yes, because everybody else did broadly irrational things. Yeah. Uh, my student of the week was Kenny, uh, mostly because, and we kind of had talked a little bit about this offline, I just appreciate the fact that he is, you know, being a good dad and he genuinely cares um, and, you know, he still is wanting to be involved in his kid's life. He he isn't like a lot of these, like, couples you see. They're just kind of like, oh, their partner is all-consuming in their life and they completely just you know, neglect all the other people that were in their life before. And I thought it was kind of difficult for him to get guilted by his daughter about what was going on. And in the end, he did something to make him happy. And he did right by everyone. So, you know, there's no reason for him to feel guilty. Yeah. And and she tries to be like, it's not your fault, but. Right. Right. But when you put, you're still putting it on him, like. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, because you know he's a good guy and he will care and feel guilty about it. Yeah. It. it yeah. It's. It's. It's a tough situation for him, and it's like. So I. I get it, and he's. He's. He's trying his best because yeah, it's not like. He didn't want to have this all-consuming other family that I'm just. I'm. I'm going with them now. Bye. Later, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Too, so long. Okay. How about your dunce? <sighs> that this one was hard for the other reason. Like yeah, I know, I, you right? could make a case for a lot of people yes, here. You really could have. I went with Corey. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he already he had the dumb wedding thing. Right. The dumb already been married for a year thing. Yeah. He's coming around doing his dumb, and then just the stupid wedding. It was yeah. so bad on it's like, so many levels. Do you not levels. know your wife at all? Well, do you not know any women? Why would you think a woman would just rather be gifted a wedding dress than shop for it? From your little sister from high school. What's from going your on? little sister's high school? I mean, she was like, she was like, because to Evelyn's credit, before she really started trashing the thing, she was like. Is this like your a family thing, like from your grandmother or something? I know for like, a minute no. I was like, oh my gosh, Evelyn's actually like kind of nice because she was like, well, if this is an heirloom or something, like maybe I'll consider wearing it. Because he like, even tried to say that she was like, well, if it, it was, she was like, well, you know, if it, was, the it was something from your family, and he was like, it is from my family, and she was like, I didn't mean your younger sister's prom dress that I she know. bought at Sears. Oh like, gosh. come on, man. Right. No, David's bridal. That's what the cover. Oh, said. it said David's bridal on the outside yeah. okay fair yeah. enough yeah which i'm just like like i don't know yeah. it's it's just you know like a generic i guess mass-produced 
cheaper side of things, but yeah. I don't yeah. know if I would ever go there for a prom dress. I don't know if it occurred to me. To I wouldn't. Go there for I don't think it would occur to me to go there for a prom dress. I guess it makes sense now that we know that it came from there, but right. I don't know if I would have thought that. All right. Uh, so my dunce is actually Binyam um, okay. for inviting the ex girlfriend to dinner and for just like harassing Leandro. Like the fighting was yeah. super uncomfortable, and it was just him being the aggressor. And, and it was. It was. I'll, I'll give that to him. The the uh, uh 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 like not really giving you a straight answer thing. Sure, is off putting because that kind of that question kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Right, it was like, oh, you know, why did you guys break up? You know, how are things going? You know, I'm kind of interested. Did you, you know. sleep with her? <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden, did you make the sex with her? Like, wait, wait, what? Huh? What? Wait. When you were in New Jersey, when you were in New Jersey, did you have right, the sex? Because at first, you could be like. Well, yeah, we were married. We were married. He didn't specify a time. Yes, like, did you sleep with her? I was like, we were married for ten years. Like, I yeah. think you know the answer to that question, right? But right. then, like, the way he awkwardly like, did you make the sex? Did you did you have the sex? It's like, oh, what? I don't know. That came out of nowhere. What are you doing? Yeah. All right. Oh, what about your life lesson? All right. So my life lesson doesn't go for. I mean, it could have gone to Alina for mm. just her entire plot but i'm just going with i'm going to give it more to masha because for her it's good it's perfectly acceptable to help your friends give them advice listen to their problems tell them what you think but joining in and being part of their schemes against their boyfriend i know not that's where you should draw the line because that's a great way to end up without a friend because like if you're the schemy person that had to flirt with steven yeah like how is Alina going to hang out with you anymore? Like, how is that going right. to work? I feel like this is the basis of some bizarre romantic comedy where Masha ends up with Steven. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So my life lesson also stems from their scenarios, uh, situations, scenes. Um, it's a terrible idea to try and trap your partner in a lie. And if it really has come to this, where you think that this is a good idea, it should speak volumes to the amount of trust you have in them. Yeah, it does. It does. And it's like, and we've said it before with like the phone snooping and everything else. If everything goes off perfectly and he tells this girl, oh, I have a girlfriend, she's going to be like, okay, well, he did it once. Mm-hmm. But would he do it again? Yeah. Would he keep doing it? Like, she's not going to be satisfied with the answer. This right. isn't going to be the answer to her problems. Yeah. Oh, these people, they'd be crazy. And they'll be crazy again next week. Next week. Hopefully in <laughs> Turkey next week. Yeah, yeah, when they actually see each other. Yeah, that's that's right. We need we need these people. To, and it's, this is like not one of those, you know, well, will I ever see them person? Is mm-hmm. Are they real? Like they're definitely going to see each other. So yeah, that's definitely. a good one. And we'll get that we should. I'm hoping we get both of the couples that haven't seen each other yet mm-hmm. together, right? Yep. As we should get Ellie to um, Ellie down there too. Yeah. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing all the couples hopefully next week, and we will see all then too. Yep. We'll see everybody then. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.